Hi everyone, I'm Heaven. I'm Tracy. And welcome to another round with Heaven and Tracy. It's gonna be such a good episode. Oh, nice. Screaming in general. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we really gotta think of new intros. We gotta try one day. We should. Uh, I'm feeling great. Good. I'm very excited for today's episode. Me too. Guess um, why? Guess why? Why? Because one of my good friends is going to be on the show, Nicole Parkins. You may remember her from uh, all of our shout outs to her, Tennessee Whiskey Woman on, on Twitter. Twitters. We're really excited because we're going to get to talk about Prince, Beyonce. A lot has happened in these mm-hmm. last few weeks. Um, our worlds have changed. And... You know, one of our goals is to talk about sex more on the show, mm-hmm. which is tough for me since my mom watches, mm-hmm. watches, since my mom <laughs> listens. But we are going to create a segment for Nicole called Nicole's Sex Corner. She answers all your sex questions <laughs> in relationship stuff, general angst. It's temporarily called Nicole's Yeah, sex we're working Corner. on the name, guys. The name is <laughs> not great. Let's do it. I'm excited. So before we start the show, we have a quick announcement, and that announcement is that Heaven, aka Young Oprah, is leaving BuzzFeed.com, the website. This is true, but and I appreciate you referring to me by my formal <laughs> Young I Oprah. Mean, I just had to put some respect on it, you know. I appreciate you had to that. Put some respect on your name. Um, so this is true. These are facts. Yeah, leaving BuzzFeed, but not leaving another round. If you happen to be freaking out right now, pause. Don't freak out. Yes, she's not dying. You don't have to mourn <laughs> her. She'll still be around. We'll still be working on the show. We'll have to wait and see what her time is like now that she's going to be working at the freaking Colbert Report. It's not the Colbert Report It's not anymore. that anymore, Tracy. <laughs> Since she's going to be working on the Late Show, Late Night? Late Show with Stephen Colbert. <laughs> Since she's going to be working on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Oh, my God. Can't believe it. You and Tyrone. <laughs> Stephen Tyrone. Stuff and things are happening. Big stuff and big things are happening. I am very sad, but I'm more excited and proud than I am. No, sad. stop it. Stop I'm it. very sad. Stop it. I'm so sad. Uh, congratulations. Um, thank you. I really and appreciate that. And I look forward to continuing the show with you. Yes. And just to reiterate, there are going to be more shows in the feed. This is not the last episode by any means. And we love y'all and we really want to keep this going. Word. We're excited to figure out how to do that. Word. Speaking of the show, let's do it. Let's do it. I am ecstatic to welcome my good friend of a thousand years, maybe, give or take 10 or 20 years, Nicole Perkins. We talk about and reference her a lot during, during the show, usually by her Twitter name, which is Tennessee Whiskey Woman. She is a writer, a freelancer, an aspiring novelist, and in her own words, forever a poet. Aww. Aww. She really is one of my favorite authors. You can find her work at places like Vulture, BuzzFeed, The Toast, and Rolling Stone. We got her some Johnny Walker Black. Yes. So we are ready to get into it. (laughs) (laughs) To get into all the things. Let's start with Prince. Okay. Are you emotionally okay to talk about Prince? I think so. Okay. I think so. It's just weird, like, what triggers me now. Like, the first couple of days, I was really sad. I was crying all the time. And, Mm. like, I was in traffic, and my mom had to rub my back because I just started crying at the light they were playing. Um, I forget the song that they were playing now. But it was just really emotional for me. But I'm better now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would also love to know your hair is a glorious purple right now. Yes. Yeah, I, As are your fingernails. Yes, my fingernails are purple. 
my hair is purple. I've had my hair purple since October. Mm-hmm. It, it looks incredible. It so does. thank you. It runs off on everything. I've damaged Tracy's couch. Yeah, there's a huge purple stain <laughs> on my very tan couch. <laughs> and it's permanent dye, but I think just because of all the black woman products that I put in it, oh, <laughs> it just slips right off. Oil, yeah, it makes it run. yeah. So it's in my couch forever. <laughs> so talk to us about how you fell in love with Prince. Okay, so probably when I was six years old, we got cable for the first time, mm-hmm. and MTV was like really popular. I'm old, by the way, just Girl, to let your show. listeners know. Um, so MTV was really popping, and they were playing Prince stuff. And this was maybe '83, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were playing Prince stuff, and they played the video for I Want to Be Your Lover and Mm -hmm. he's just dancing he's like topless he's dancing around he's like flinging all his hair and like his shirt is gaping down to his navel and I felt was like this is not a woman but he's not like is he a man like what's going I didn't know what I was looking at but then Mm -hmm. like to hear his voice and then he was saying stuff that was kind of (laughs) nasty and I just zoomed in on that and I just loved him from there I really feel like I imprinted on him or something because so much of my life is influenced by Prince. What do you Say mean? Say more. Like the men that I have fallen for have some kind of Prince thing. If it's a mole right here, you know, just mm-hmm. so on their cheek. So something thing. that reminds you of Prince. Yeah. And I didn't really, I didn't know that until maybe like after 30 or so. But That's so interesting. The eyebrows, they're very skinny and scrawny like Prince's mm-hmm. a lot of the times. Um they kind of have his attitude or they have big eyes like he does hmm. something like there's always something physical that reminds me of Prince of the men that I have like really, really fallen stupid, dumb <laughs> <laughs> in love with. But why? I don't know. I just like he was just someone that kept me still when I would see him. Hmm. You wrote an essay for BuzzFeed called How Prince Taught Me About Female Sexuality. Yeah. Can you please tell us more? OK. When I started to get like really into my teenage years, mm. I would be practicing orgasm sounds based on what the of the sounds based on the sounds that Prince was making in his songs. Okay, so my on, first wait. <laughs> wait one second. Wait, just I don't want you to lose your place in the story. But can you imagine? Like close your eyes and you're with someone in bed and they just like let loose a Prince noise. Like I mean, it's not like I would be like the little yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> But there's like these really high pitched noises that he makes at the end of the song Girl. Mm-hmm. It's a B side. I thought sex sounded like Prince. Mm. And I knew that men weren't supposed to sound like that, you know, based on just whatever. But I was like, I can sound like that. Mm-hmm. So my first orgasms with a guy if they were doing really good shit it was all prince like you will and today you will still hear a prince sound come out of me <laughs> so it's like i don't so your I, first orgasm was with prince pretty much pretty much yes i will take that yes i love that that's amazing i know imagine if someone gave you the like michael jackson t- <laughs> I think that's a good sign, though. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. That's a good sign. It makes you sound like somebody else, right? Um, so one of the reasons that I was really excited to talk to you about Prince is because neither of us are like die hard Prince fans. Like yeah. I don't think that's a title that we deserve. We love Prince, we love his music, but we don't have Prince tattoos, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> or purple hair. So I'm very interested in what the grieving process has been like for somebody who felt such a close, like intimate, personal bond. Hmm. with Prince especially when it happens so unexpectedly like what has it been like um it's been really hard because again I don't know what's gonna make me cry um when I saw the Corvette ad that said baby that was much too fast Mm -hmm. I cried but the first day it wasn't until I heard a door that's what it was that that broke me down because like to hear all of that passion that he has um towards the end when he's like you don't know what you mean to me Mm -hmm. and he's like baby that uh (laughs) I can't sing, yeah. but it's like. Anyway. So it's really difficult because I feel like he's been there all of my life. Yeah. Like since the first real solid non-family memory that I have is watching Prince on MTV. Mm-hmm. Part of what I loved about him was his boldness when it came to sex, but also his connection to spirituality. Mm-hmm. I'm from the South. You have to be a good Christian girl. Right. Um, but Prince kind of taught me that you can still honor and respect whatever your higher power is and mm-hmm. still honor and respect the desires of your body. Mm. And that's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Word. I don't really feel like I have that strong of a connection to Prince. Mm-hmm. And I already feel like I've learned so much. Yeah. So I really, I really feel like I understand more why people really like him. Yeah. And I also really love listening to people talk about things that they're really passionate about. I know. And he is so deserving. Um, speaking of which, we're going to get to Beyonce. Oop. But first, refills. Refills. So we are back, and it's been kind of a disorienting week for people everywhere, black people especially, I would say, because you have this really devastating thing happening in Prince dying. But then you also have this huge, monumental joy-inducing thing in the visual album that Beyonce dropped, Lemonade. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody has asked us for our thoughts on it. Um, we would be running out of town on the rail if we didn't <laughs> at least I have so many it. emotions. Say all of them. I've only seen the visual album three times <laughs> uh, in total, uh-huh. like fully through. And I, I was weeping at every single time. Mm. So I'm very excited to weep with you all together right now. <laughs> Favorite songs. Don't hurt yourself. Mm. I can't. I can't. I, ha- I can't have this conversation so early. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I need more time. <laughs> what I can say is that Don't Hurt Yourself is a favorite of mine. Mm. And I've only listened to tracks two through four so far, which are like the angriest songs on yes. the album. Yes. Let's talk about the anger on the album. Uh, Let's get so, into it. So I've said before that like my anger is only something that I've recently given myself permission to engage with because we're just like so swayed from being angry. You know, don't hold it inside. You right. have to forgive, blah, blah, blah. Which, of course, somebody who fucks you over would say and preach to you, right? <laughs> but I just love how raw and truthful and mm. just, she just let herself sink completely into her anger. Word. Word. 
And especially as a black woman, you know, there's a stereotype of the angry black woman and being able to take control of that and claim that for yourself Mm. in the backdrop of that stereotype. You are challenging that stereotype. You're also asserting like your personhood because humans get angry and that's okay. Also, I just love cussing Beyonce. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Oh my gosh. So I have... I haven't even heard the rest of the album that much because, like, I just zeroed in on those three songs. <laughs> but that's where my my heart is right now. I'm not ready for the sweet forgiveness part. It's Word. not a part of my brain. Right now. What do you make of all the conversations about their marriage? Well, I mean people say all the time that marriage is awful. Like, <laughs> so I don't know why we expect um, Beyonce and Jay-Z to have some kind of per- perfect relationship right. or whatever. Like, I don't know any of my married friends who have not complained about the institution of marriage, mm. you know, um, not necessarily specific to their husbands or wives, right. but just, they're just like, why do we do this kind yeah. of thing? Um, but, I mean, it makes for good gossip, you know, <laughs> with your friends. I really feel like people are making it too autobiographical. Well, you think so? I feel like it can all be true and none of it can be true at the same time. Absolutely. True. I think she may have modeled a lot of it after the poetry of... Word. Of Warsenshire. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also think there's some of her own personal life experiences in there. Yeah, absolutely. But it reminds me of something Roxane Gay said, mm. that women are only allowed to be experts of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that also applies to black people, which is yeah. why... Like you have to go, we have to go to court to prove that rap lyrics are not real. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like right. we have to like mm. prove to people yes, that what I we can't talk make about artistic choices. Yes. I can't right. Take exactly. Some like we don't have imagination. Right. When the music that you listen to is from our imagination. Like right. people are talking about Beyonce in this country song. Uh, we black people we came. We country. Hello. Yo. Right. Hello. So all of that is just, uh, I think it's a way of, again, just trying to limit Beyonce mm. and her team's mm. credibility. And her real work. Yeah. Right. With his gun in his head held high, he told me not to cry. Oh, my daddy said shoot. Oh, my daddy said shoot. With his right hand on his rifle, he swore in on the Bible. I want to pick up on this um, We Invented Country. Yes. Because <laughs> there's a lot of parts of this album to me because I'm not from the South. Well, I'm, I'm from the part of Virginia that likes to distance itself from the mm. rest of Virginia. Mm. That's a Northern Virginia area. We call ourselves the DMV. It's a horrible name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nobody likes the DMV. No. <laughs> I remember uh, when Formation dropped, I like jokingly tweeted, I think I understand steampunk now. <laughs> because it's like Beyonce and all this like southern gothic breathtaking uh, like yeah. the architecture the clothing it's like everywhere that's the whole aesthetic mm-hmm. and I in my mind have only associated that with white people because mm. mm. I why. don't I don't have family in the south I yeah. don't I didn't grow up there mm-hmm. and like now it's more I feel like she's making such a bold claim to like the South. Yeah. Like this is what we look like. This is the music we invented. Mm-hmm. These are the spirituals we sang. These are the mm. protest songs we made up. Yeah. Like, and like we've been here forever. Like yes. we built all this shit. Yes. We I think, literally did. I think part of that is becoming a parent. I'm not a parent, but mm. just 
from what I've seen and talked to other people, I think part of that is what do you want to pass on to your child? So she's thinking, what do I want to give Blue Ivy or whoever else comes along as, you know, part of me that's not just mommy on stage mm-hmm. or whatever. And so she's really kind of anchored herself in those Southern roots, mm-hmm. um, particularly as she gets closer to her mom mm-hmm. and her mom's Louisiana, Louisiana roots. I think mm-hmm. that's what that is. Have you, have you all been reading um, any of the reviews <laughs> no, or the commentary? I haven't. I just really, truly could not tolerate any conversation about this that wasn't coming from a black woman. I so you didn't read Pierce care. Morgan's piece? I no, did not. Pierce, him. I love my whiteness yes. Morgan. No, that was a real thing he tweeted, by the way. He is so fucking oh fascinated God, with did. black people. Like, he's I really, uncomfortably I feel like, fascinated. I feel like if we went to his house and looked up his porn history, then oh. it would be <laughs> fucking big black cock. Yeah. And, you know, ebony tag. <laughs> you know, it would be all kinds of shit like that. Absolutely. Probably um, like the cuckold porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's watching some black stud right. hang out. <laughs> yeah. He's All right, like y'all. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, that also, though, I feel like uh, one of the things I find so it tickles me. It truly does. Is when so there's this iconic line about uh, Becky with the good hair. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, white people are losing their shit. They are losing their shit. He <laughs> <laughs> better call Becky with the good hair. First of all, <laughs> Iggy Azalea oh <laughs> was like, God. don't call me a Becky. That's offensive. <laughs> Shut up, Becky. <laughs> she just needs to sit down someplace. <laughs> Period. Julie Slimey. <laughs> but there's just, there's she this weird, up. I feel like white girls do this thing where like they know they're not a part of something like mm-hmm. this is not mm-hmm. explicitly about me mm-hmm. so I'm going to turn the attention to about yes. me yeah. and there's this like there are these articles that are like I too am Becky with the good hair <laughs> it's like girl what? Like, what was the thing that happened earlier the um, glamour thing British glamour or whatever um, taking was, back Becky or something like, taking did... back Becky this also Ma'am. happened when <laughs> the phrase <laughs> This happened when basic, the phrase or the word basic was blowing oh up. Oh my god. And they're gosh. like, you know what? Let me reclaim this. <laughs> I have finally found my oppression. Oh my God. It's uh. like I, I find it so wild how white people cannot consume a product that is not explicitly yeah, yeah, for yeah, them, yeah. where the rest of the world has been doing that their entire yeah. lives. And they can't even quietly not consume right, it. Like, right. you, can just, you can just not hit play. Right. You, know? you could just not tweet. You, right. could, you cannot write this full article. Right. They cost you nothing. <laughs> Free 99. <laughs> <laughs> this is also showing me that white people have no idea what good hair is or what it means. Oh, right. yes! So I like, think, please note their hair is excellent. It's like, right. Yeah. Come on now. What you guys I think okay. what Heaven said, you tweeted that Becky with the good hair is actually a state of ideas or something like <laughs> that. It's not a mind. person. It's a state of mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with that. I think that she's just really like, there's somebody else there's out type. there. Yeah. And my mother, who's going to hate me that I'm saying, <laughs> my mother is like, yeah, Beyonce, she got some rough stuff. So anybody's got good hair. <laughs> I don't, Beyonce, I, we never said that. Beehive, do not come for us. Do not at us. Beyonce, <laughs> don't orange his hair. Don't gorgeous. endanger my mother. Don't right? go after Nicole's mama. <laughs> but, do you think? Do you think a Becky is necessarily white? I think this is how Beyonce threw us off because mm. of the history of good hair. It's what's closest to whiteness, right? Right. right. And so you don't need to qualify. Yeah. 
white, white Becky. Becky. It's a given. Yeah. Right. right. See, but, this is what makes me feel like this is pretty autobiographical. I mean, there's all the direct references to Jay-Z. Wait, wait, wait. First and foremost. Yeah, yes. yeah. That, I assume, like, Beyonce and Jay-Z make music together yeah like i know he knows what was going in there mm. and he's like i respect your decisions as an artist you are mm. allowed to tell your truth mm-hmm. like also, i'm sorry and i deserve this yeah yeah, yeah. Right. like publicly shame me please she was like, drag me <laughs> i'm gonna drag you you're gonna be in the video literally at my feet. yes <laughs> respect kissing respect. my toe jam in front of everybody so can i say that one of the things i think just on a kind of abstract relationship level that we need to look at from mm. lemonade is a way of shaming the quote-unquote Ashley Larrys and all the people <laughs> mm. who try to tell you if you're a good girl, Word. no one's going to cheat on you. Right. Mm. But if a queen gets cheated on, Word. you know, then anybody can get cheated on. Yeah. So uh, yes. to try to sit up there and say, well, only queens deserve respect. you got to carry yourself like a queen. Right. Look at this. Okay, but we have Queen B who's being you know disrespected. Now the the Ashley Larrys on Twitter are like, <laughs> Beyonce a good woman, man. Jay-Z cheated on her. She ain't even go nowhere. Y'all females <laughs> uh, need to learn. I'm like, you need to have Jay-Z's money. Okay? It always comes back to making the women at fault always. for something. We are always in always. the wrong. Just continuously. But I want to backtrack a little bit to talk about Becky and whether or not Becky is necessarily Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I forgot I, that thread. Yeah. Because the internet has been so uh, adamantly saying it's this one woman, Rachel Roy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to be confused with Rachel Ray from the Food Network. Right. <laughs> So she's some type of brown? She... Rachel Roy? Yeah. yeah. I think She's her, some type of brown. Yeah, I think her father is South Asian. Anyways, the internet seems yeah. yes. like this. Is, like they have a theory that it's her. Yeah. So I feel like Becky is a definite reference to whiteness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that people who are deemed, quote, not black enough or like some sort of like, quote, exotic black or whatever, if mm. they... If the implication is that they are not like in touch with like their brownness or whatever, then they too can be considered a Becky. That is how I interpret it. Yeah, me too. I don't, because you would, because white girls don't have good hair. White girls have white girl hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when we try to get white girl hair, we hope for good hair, right? <laughs> so that's not a characteristic that an actual Becky would have, I don't think. Do you think a Becky has to be light skinned? <sighs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know, but kind of to that's go back. Question to <laughs> Jesse stumped I am you stumped me cause then there's like there's a rumor that it's Rita Ora right oh yeah mm. I assume those are just fallout out lies <laughs> like why why would that happen I don't know you know cause she's white and she looks like Rihanna somebody said that her hair is too crunchy it can't be her oh, oh my god <laughs> is that somebody you Tracy no it was somebody else but I, swear, oh, okay. I wish it was me that's hilarious <laughs> but Rita Ora did step out like the day after Lemonade Drop mm-hmm. in the exact same dress Beyonce wears in formation yes right and, and she, she also posted she that yeah. She posted a picture of her with some bra with lemons over her nipples. She Did knew what she? she was doing. Yes. And then like a, up for and the necklace that she wore, <laughs> people thought it was a J. It was an initial necklace. Oh my gosh. Listen. I if, love the internet's investigative reporting. <laughs> maybe own it. Were I Becky with the good hair, mm-hmm. I would say nothing yeah, to she nobody. Does, she doesn't want it. I no. don't want those particular problems. No. <laughs> Not this month. Um, one other thing I really love about how just outspoken and honest this album is, mm-hmm. is that um, Beyonce just started her tour. Her first show in Miami happened mm-hmm. and she's selling merch that says boycott Beyonce. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because there's all this genius. conversation about after Formation dropped that like 
it's anti-cops and like mm. the cops yeah, are like we genius. won't defend her when she's in town for the concert or something like we won't Man, please they be on duty just, or some right. shit all of them she's like you know what boycott me we all got t-shirts <laughs> that is the best and classiest way of saying i wish a nigga would yes do it do yes. it i'll supply your t-shirt i want you to i want you to boycott me um i do also i want to get back to what you were saying about the cursing on the album because I do think it's a pretty new Beyonce thing. Oh my God, I love it. Like, okay, for example, one of my favorite lines on Girls Who Run the World <laughs> is, I think I need a barber because none of these blank can fade me. It's purposely bleeped out. I couldn't tell if it was bitches or none of these niggas can fade me. I definitely believe I, it's niggas. I, I don't know. I think either I've been way saying she, it, bitches. I've been saying so bitches. I've been saying niggas. I think I need a <laughs> None of these niggas can play, man. Um, it makes sense. It's like niggas who are cutting your hair, maybe. Right. Barbers tend to be niggas. But maybe it's also <laughs> the bitches can't fade you. Mm. Maybe. Bitches do be trying to fade. You know what? Beyonce on levels. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my point is, my point is, like, she would definitely make a point to not curse that much before. Yeah. Like, it really feels like she's like, no, you're going to hear me as I speak. Yeah. As I talk you're to my let friends. Me be myself. Yeah. Yes. I swear when she hit 30, she was like, fuck this. Yes. Fuck this. Yes. Fuck that and this and this. Yes. And I attribute the so change to, to 2011 when she started her own management company and stopped working with her father as her manager. Mm. That's when four dropped. And in like all the like interviews she's given about four, it was like. Like, I'm on a new path. I feel like I've done a lot in my life, but I've mm -hmm. earned the right to be like, I'm going to talk my shit. Yes. I'm uh, going to say it in my voice. Oh my I'm going to use the country slang I use with my mom, with my friends, with whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And see, Ride I wasn't around. really big on Beyonce or Destiny's Child when they were hot. I don't know. I didn't feel like that they were really for me. And there mm -hmm. were a couple of songs that I really liked, but they were the songs where they were very Southern. It was a very yeah. Southern influence song. Get Me Bodied is very Southern. It's um, bounce music, you mm -hmm. know, the influence of that. And so I really like that. So anytime she did that and um, Can You Keep Up? Bring the note. What's the song? Oh, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lose my breath. Yes. <laughs> well done, guys. Well done. That Good song, really. that's a, you know, with all the sounds of a marching band, a southern yeah. black school marching band in yeah. it. I love that kind of stuff. I love that. So now she she's getting older and she's still like, you know, like I said, anchoring down in that southernness. Mm -hmm. I love all of her work. I do too. Before we wrap up, can we talk a little bit more about the visuals yes. of this iconic film? Yes, yes. I, again, like I was saying about the Southern, like, uh, gothic, mm -hmm. like, textures and everything, automatically I felt more connected to the South. Mm. But also, it was just, like, so beautiful, so beautiful to see, like, this lush yeah. green landscape. They're standing on these, like, incredibly strong-looking trees. Mm -hmm. um, like, you have, like, Zendaya and Kavanjane, yes. like, out here. Mm -hmm. It was so beautiful just to see that many brown women come together. They yes. got these like bright ass fruit and baskets. And brown women who have all been attacked by white folks in the media. Mm. Mm. This mm -hmm. is true. Zendaya. Zendaya. People try to come for her locks. Amanla. Amanla. People out here because she's talking. I didn't even mm. think about that. She's That's talking. like a point. Yeah. Yeah. Serena. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Janae, like people can't even respect her name. Yeah. Right. Don't, don't treat her like she's a grown person even though she's a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Serena, Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 
she's a black person in the whitest fucking sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it means so much to visually see mm. black people, like a wide range of black people in like African prints, which I thought was beautifully like infused in like natural hair because that particular landscape, like we were saying earlier, is something that black people are not associated with. But mm. like we are there, like mm. in a lot of those places and areas, there were more of us and there were white folk. But we just see like white men with like long gray beards or whatever like that's like their like background mm. and their backdrop and just it reminds me of when Stacey Marie was like you can't be what you can't see mm -hmm. if you've never seen what you were then right. you just don't know that that was like a thing or, or possible now you know? I have seen criticism that Beyonce did not include any plus size or more fuller figured women mm. yeah. which I think is um, I think that's a valid concern because also her Ivy Park brand does yeah. not cater towards plus sizes I think it taps yeah. out at size 12 or something 12 or 14 right something like that or it's supposed or, to fit 12 to 14 a size mm -hmm. 12 to 14 I have also noticed that in her um, merch store mm -hmm. she's made a point to have a diversity of models of like all abilities yeah. and sizes yeah mm -hmm. Uh, but not, I haven't seen plus size. Yeah. Mm. So I think that that's kind of, I think that's a valid concern. And I understand people are pushing back on that. Like she can't represent everybody. Yeah. But. But fam, women look yeah. different. Yeah. And you know, if you want to talk about being from the South, then, you know, we got some big fines down there. Right. So. Yes. Let's right. represent. <laughs> Come through well big fines well for the one time. All right. Final thoughts, things you liked, collabs, uh, cameos, <sighs> ad libs, anything. I just love it. I, I really, really, really love how unashamed she is of her southerness. Mm. I just love it. It's beautiful. Um, I'm really loving the Malcolm X sample. The yes. most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. She's like, yes. oh, y'all thought I was too black then? <laughs> Check you this thought. out. <laughs> um, and I really love... The visual of her jumping off the ledge and falling into water. I yeah. gasped. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to some old interviews of her and she was saying like, I love the ocean so much. I feel like in a past life I was a mermaid. It oh. gives me all this perspective. Oh, then and that she's... might be. Mm. What? What? Okay. What? What's going what? on? Oh my God. <laughs> no, because you know that there's a lot of Yoruba mm -hmm. and uh -huh. Oshun and Yimiya stuff like that in there. Yeah. So maybe um, in Yimiya is an Orisha who is kind of like a mermaid, you know, the mommy water oh, kind of thing. Yeah. So I wonder if that, you know, she was getting schooled on that and mm. then putting that into... She's definitely been on Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> so I also really love all the West African and East African on the album. Mm. You got your you got your weekend. <laughs> you got... Um, uh, you got Warsenshire, Somali mm -hmm. British yeah. poet. Uh, and then you got your West African looks, mm -hmm. your West African spiritual influences. Mm -hmm. I see you be. It's so deep. Um, I um, cannot. Um, very quick confession. Mm -hmm. uh, I will probably request that this be cut, but I am not a fan of Six and Tails. Why? I just don't like it. I don't like The Weeknd. I don't think that the song is great. That's allowed, mm -hmm. Tracy. Quick confession. <laughs> I hate one part of Freedom. The uh, line. I already know what it is. It just climaxed to the worst line. See, sometimes she does that. Like, well, I, it's going um, great. the line is because I'm a winner and a winner don't quit on themselves. Yeah. It's like we went from protest like anthem to generic, corn. like, the corn, <laughs> just corn bound Football team anthem of like right. pump up jam.
But yeah, still solid album. We love you, Beyonce. We do. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I feel like I, as Tracy Clayton, who has a podcast that her mother listens to, uh-huh. cannot let relax and let herself go enough to talk about adult things. I hear you. I hear she you. She doesn't even like that I use the F word. Okay. So oh I'm taking gosh. a page from Beyonce's book, mm-hmm. and I'm going to create an alter ego for myself so that this can happen. Tracy, um, you are wearing an incredible uh, wig. I'm sorry. Your name is not Tracy. And my what name is no longer Tracy, madam. My name is Lola LaFoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lola, thanks for joining us for Nicole's Sex Corner. <laughs> Thank you. I feel ridiculous. This don't work, Beyonce. It don't um, work. Um, so, Nicole, you um, you be having sex sometimes. Sometimes. And you um, write about relationships. Yeah. yeah you wrote a great article for BuzzFeed about your um, experiences as a dominatrix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone should read it. It's fascinating. It talks a lot about race and femininity, masculinity, et cetera, et cetera. Since you and I talk about this stuff a lot, mm-hmm. I could think of nobody better to just talk about sex with. With me and Lola. Yeah. <laughs> with heaven and Lola. All right. Let's get into it. We asked you all for some questions via Twitter and email. And mm-hmm. here's a few we're going to answer now. All right. So the question is, this is admittedly a humble brag, like a half brag. Okay. <laughs> the question is, say I'm getting the job done a couple three times. <laughs> couple three but i I think there's a couple more in there what's a polite way to ask oh my gosh (laughs) what an excellent way to start this is clearly coming from a man um okay so this person wants to know how he can get back in there to get a few more Uh out of the chamber i guess this Um, is like when they ask you a job interviews like what's your greatest weakness and you're like i care too much i'm too i'm such a perfectionist right get out of here dude I can go all night. That's, that's what's going on. Um, I think you should just, you know, kind of check your partner out, see if that person is can go physically because, mm-hmm. if, you know, everybody has different stamina. Fuck. Yeah. And just also, you know, different sometimes desires, your shit just gets tired. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <It's really> good. <laughs> um, so I think you should just check. I don't know about being polite. I don't think that's, a you know, you can't be polite in a situation like that. Like, yeah. honey, do you want to go again? You just kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. That's a delicate way to yeah. say it. Right. You just maybe just um, roll over and put the erect penis on oh a hip God. or in between the uh, butt and hip. <laughs> yes. This is not great advice. Yes. <laughs> I, okay, if you're in bed and mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you know, maybe you're, you know, going for that third or fourth round, you're not sure. You just kind of mm-hmm. roll over and let the person know that you're yeah. physically ready. Hey, hey, hey. hey yeah. Like, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, knock knock. That sounds horrible. (laughs) But I mean, like, they're going, hey, knock knock. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck out of (laughs) here. But I mean, like, ideally, you they would see like how you respond to it. Like, if you like arch your back a little bit, exactly, kind of like do the little booty toot, something out. And this is something that you know you kind of slide the what the booty toot, 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 toot. I hear you. I hear you. But if they roll over like away from you, then that's you know right. Or if they like push you so yeah. you're mostly body language yes yeah i think body language is very important yeah i would like to vocalize a thing that has started to cause me some concern mm-hmm. speaking of like when enough is enough mm-hmm. <laughs> so like there have been times where lola <laughs> lola's been like all right good i'm cool yeah. i'm like 
hyperventilating a little bit. I feel like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> and then they'll be like, go ahead, pass out. It's okay. No. Oh, no. Right? That would, that's bothersome, right? It like, depends I, on if you trust that person. But what if what? I go to sleep and don't wake back up for whatever <laughs> medical reason? I'm too oh, anxious for that. you're scared about that. I'm scared um, of dying, yes. Oh, okay. If someone says, like, I'm scared I'm going to pass out, I'm yeah. concerned. They just be like, it's I'm right, not going to say, ahead. go ahead. <laughs> that was all me, though. That's all me. Uh, seek medical attention. <laughs> and I think it also depends if they're going to keep going while you pass out. Like, are they saying Whoa. it like... I never thought about that. Oh, oh my, my God. God. No, Wait, this no. is a consent is sexy podcast. Oh, my God. No, but I'm... Like, okay, first you have to have this kind of communication between you guys, right? Like... I'm going to pass out, but it's okay if you keep going. That right. can happen between, you yeah. know, people. Two consenting adults. If they've it's talked true. about it and they've, you know, whatever. Because sometimes it's, you know, the, when they're saying, go ahead, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. They're just encouraging you to let yeah. go. I'll keep you safe. It's cool. So, yeah. uh, I get it. I still be like, <laughs> yeah. It's just really, it just really depends on how comfortable you are. With that yeah, person. that's definitely true. Yeah. I think for me, it's just all about me and my fear of dying in terrible ways. I think mm. your partner should be attuned to that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You're right. You're right. Um, right. Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> this next question comes from somebody that we kind of accosted at a bar last night. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> We were like, oh my God, we got a podcast, we need questions. Um, We got a really good question. And that question in so many words is that this woman and her boyfriend live together. They have a camera to like monitor the dog's actions when they're away. Maybe he's a particularly destructive dog. But like, what do they, what what do they do with the knowledge? Uh, (laughs) Do they come running home? (laughs) We see you on the camera. (laughs) You thought. (laughs) That's actually a great question. I, I Anyways, don't know. let's not get distracted. So she wants to use the dog camera for sexy time. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to, because I guess they like check it while they're like, like while one's at, at work. work. Yeah. 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 The boyfriend can operate it via remote. So he can oh. like shift the camera yeah. around. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she wants to know how to present that idea to her boyfriend. What's the best way to broach the topic? It's important to note that he does not like surprises. <laughs> he <laughs> likes to be aware and in control. And he would also have to make sure that it doesn't show up on his work computer. So there has right. to be some kind of discussion beforehand. Right. She can't just surprise him. Right. Wait, he would be doing this on his work computer? Like he can plug into the surveillance. Can yeah. he do it on his phone? I, I don't another know. Great he question. certainly should not do it on his work computer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first of all, this idea is super fucking hot, I think. <laughs> Want to put on a show for your partner. I think yeah. that's really hot. And I also think it's great that she's, you know, want to make sure that she has his consent because maybe he's not really into that. You yeah. know, so she wants to let him know. Um, so what I would say, I'm about the modified surprise. So I would mm. kind of ask, you know, ask about his day. Are the upcoming days gonna be really busy at work? Do you think you'll have time to maybe sit with me for like thirty minutes or something? She can like act like it's gonna be this mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. totally different, mm-hmm. and then she's like, maybe you could turn on the dog cam or whatever. <laughs> and then what would be excellent? I don't know if they have this capability. Is if he could? <laughs> I love that you're suggesting. <laughs> All right, two point We need some adjustments. Yeah, good technology. But if he could like mic in and say okay now toss your hair this way you Ooh. know that would be really great and that still gives him control so he doesn't feel like he's left out of the scenario oh, you know what i'm saying thinking ahead but if he can't do that then i still think that she should just 
go for it and just put on whatever show that mm-hmm. you know she wants for him that she knows that he should do. But how does she present the idea to him? Um, I, oh, by asking him, um, how's your work going? Are things getting really crazy? So you're saying I, don't and, explicitly say it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if this couple is a type where she's asking how she can, you know, put on a show for him that they mm-hmm. probably watch porn together and maybe she can ah. do some, you know, let's watch some voyeur kind of stuff or some whatever. Are you into that? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe mm-hmm. feel him around. Do some fishing. Yeah. That kind of thing. So that again, he doesn't know exactly what she's planning, mm-hmm. but they're so, in the ballpark. Yeah. So I don't think that she should flat out say, is it okay if I, <laughs> and I think that takes some of the sexy off of it. Yeah. Cause I think it should be a surprise and something like, Wow, you're really thinking of me. This is really spicing up our shit. Even if he doesn't like surprises. Right, but it's modified. A modified surprise. I do. I hate surprises. Uh-huh. I will hear it for a modified surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hear it barely. But so it's like a little heads up. Like The, this some, the intimating some, should be more like, can you have complete alone time at work? Right. Yeah. Like, yes. can we just talk some days? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, and then yeah. spring it on. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. The modified surprise, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. <laughs> I think that could work. Um, I think we have time for one more. This is another anonymous question. What's the best way to be on top and maintain stamina and not hurt your knees and hips? And this was written by a straight woman. Honestly, you're just going to have to practice and just mm. keep doing it. Exercise and get your body used to being in those different positions. That's really, squats. yeah, squats mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Lunges. Um, lunges, all that kind of stuff to strengthen your legs. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not a very sexy answer because, you know, people don't like to exercise. <laughs> myself <laughs> included, myself included. <laughs> um, but really, that's just really all you can do is just mm-hmm. keep doing it over and over and over again. Which is not a bad form it's of exercise. It's not a bad form of exercise. That's but all I feel sex like is. if they're worried about hurting their knees, there was like a past situation with the knees. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I just thought of a great calling question. Uh, sex injuries. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I'm in. We would love to hear your stories of sex injuries, everybody. I have one. It was very painful. What happened, Lola? <laughs> well played. Never get well played. Over this wig. <laughs> I was with my ex mm-hmm. a thousand years ago, and there was some oral appreciating going on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and at one point, either he made a quick move or I made a quick move, and so <laughs> my tongue was like on the roof of my mouth, and his penis was underneath my tongue, right? And you know what a lingual frenulum is? Like it's like no. the little piece of skin underneath the tongue. Oh. I hear a pop <laughs> inside my ears. And I feel this hot, searing pain. And I'm oh just like, what God. just happened to me? <laughs> but here's how much I liked him at the time, right? Because we were still cool then. I was like, Sorry. I don't want to interrupt things. So let me just keep going. And all of this horrible, awful pain that I was in. Oh, my God. Real MVP. <laughs> right here. Lola LaFoy, the real MVP, everyone. <laughs> um, so we want to hear your sex injury stories. Um, I hope y'all are okay. But um, record them on your phones. Email them to us at anotherroundatbuzzfeed.com. And maybe we'll play them on a future episode if you want to remain anonymous. Please or feel free. some voice distortions. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and keep it under a minute, y'all. Keep yes. it short. Keep it cute. Short and sweet. So to wrap up, the tentatively titled Sex Corner <laughs> with Nicole and Nicole's Sex Corner. Let us say once more that nobody here is a professional 
at all. We're not qualified oh, to give no, you no. advice. By any means. <laughs> if you follow this advice, you do it at your own peril. <laughs> do not sue us. You cannot. Um, but thank you for all the advice, Nicole. Yes, yes. Thank um, you. I hope that you will come back again to answer more questions. Yes. So if anybody listening has more sex and relationship questions for Nicole to answer, you can send them to us either via Twitter or if you would like to remain anonymous, you can do it via email. Another round at BuzzFeed.com. We will respect your wishes because maybe your mom listens to your podcast too. I understand. It's time for pew pew pew. Um, pew, pew, pew. Oh, okay, guns. Um, <laughs> rapid fire question. You're familiar. I'm not gonna yes. sh- ashamedly describe <laughs> and define the the As name. She of does the it segment. right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, who was the last person you kissed? Oh shit! <laughs> like I've got some serious cobwebs happening in my life, so I have to <laughs> oh, think God. about this shit. Um, <laughs> the last person I kissed, like. What kind of kiss? Any like type. a romantic kiss. Oh, a romantic. Good. So Meemaw don't count. Uh, <laughs> leave Meemaw out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think the last guy that I dated seriously was the last guy I kissed. I mean, I've had sex since then, since we mm-hmm. broke up. But no kissing involved? But no kissing. No. Interesting. On purpose on some uh, pretty woman shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't deserve that. You haven't earned Ooh. that. Just, um, but yeah, I think it was my the last guy I dated. Okay. What is your favorite fast food spot? McDonald's. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weirdest crush you've ever had? On the guy that played um who's the main guy from that 70s show? <laughs> Topher Grace. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what was this character's That's name? So random. Uh I can't remember. I can't remember, but him. You like little skinny, I wimpy do, white dudes that like, you could probably I, yeah. overpower and dominate. That well, okay, so maybe we'll talk about this later at some uh-huh. point. I do like really skinny, scrawny men, mm-hmm. but I like I like to make them feel powerful. Mm-hmm. So if they can handle me then they're you know that makes them feel good yeah and, but i'm the one with the real power because you're mm-hmm. controlling them thinking that they can yeah you know, i'm learning a lot mm-hmm. yeah what is the best or favorite thing that you've ever written mm. i found a story um just the other day that i'd written it's kind of dark but it was about um a man invited his ex-wife and her husband over for dinner because they wanted to take custody of the kids, full custody of the kids and go around the world. So he invited them over to dinner and he had his cook prepare the children for them. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Is there a place we can go to read this? Yes. Just no, no. It's just something I typed up, really. Oh, my God. I look forward to more dark shit from I you. Might, I might post it on... My blog is neglected, but I might post it there. You me. should. If you if you get the blog going again, we'll put it in the newsletter okay. so everybody can see it. I love the newsletter, by the way. Oh, thank I you. Do. I do, too. So you're one of our favorite authors. Mm-hmm. Who are some of yours? Tony Morrison. Yes, Tony the God. Uh, Gloria Naylor, specifically Mama Day. I oh, love Mama, Mama Day. Day and I will recommend it anytime someone asks me for a book recommendation. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonia Sanchez is who I emulated when mm-hmm. I first discovered poetry. Mm-hmm. And Dorothy Parker, who um, Prince put me onto. From, again, Song of 
um what is the song sign of the times my mm-hmm. favorite album um and he has a song called ballad of dorothy parker and i wanted to know who that was mm. and so she became oh mm. my god that's beautiful uh, it is yeah so you not too long ago quit your nine to five mm-hmm. so that you can pursue writing full time mm-hmm. what has been the scariest and most rewarding things about that the scariest is the uncertainty of money Mm. not having health insurance anymore. Um, I actually gave away my car because I was like, this is too expensive. Mm. I can't. You gave it away? You didn't sell it? No, I just, like I was, it was still like a note. So I, Uh. which is not good for your credit, but Mm. I was just like, I can't. The stress of trying to make sure that I was Mm. hustling enough to get at least my car note was really stressing me the fuck out. Like I was anxious. I was, I could feel myself going back into depression. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, I need to get rid of this car. So I did that, which is difficult because I'm in the South and it's, uh, not the most walkable place no it's not at all like lots of neighborhoods don't literally don't have sidewalks Mm -hmm. you have to drive anyway so that's the scariest just um also like a part b of that is trying to hunt down your money and trying to balance how how do you yeah how do you ask for money that's owed to you without making i don't I don't want them to not want to work with me anymore because I don't want them to think I'm being greedy to get the money that I deserve Mm -hmm. that I've earned. I should say not deserve, but you know, I've earned based on our contracts together, but then I have to kind of find you to get my money. (sighs) And I don't want you to think, Oh, maybe we don't need to work with her anymore. She's going to harass us about her money. Well, Mm -hmm. just fucking pay on time. (laughs) That ends the harassment, like quite literally. Yeah, But the most rewarding part is having the freedom to do whatever I want to do um, mm-hmm. and not be beholden to somebody like feeling like, oh, I've got to do all this stuff in my nine to five and also do another nine to five mm-hmm. because I'm a slow writer. Mm-hmm. So um, I need the time to, to work on all, all that stuff. Word. I want everybody to read everything that you write, everything oh, that you've ever written you. in your life. Everybody, please follow Nicole on Twitter. Where can they do that at? Tennessee Whiskey Woman, and that is T-N Whiskey with an E, and then Woman. I'm also working on a collection of personal essays that are based on how pop culture and being raised in the South affected my outlook on relationships and mm. stuff like that. It's going to be and, so good. He's such ah, a good writer. I hope so. And um, I'm currently working on a novel that I hope people can help me crowdfund by um, going to my pinned tweet on my Twitter account, and the campaign is called Away to Paris. So why are you doing the crowdfunding? Well, I'm working on a novel that is a Southern Gothic retelling of the biblical book, Song of Solomon. And at one point, yeah, I like it too. Um, (laughs) At one point, the characters end up in Paris. And Mm. so I would like to have some firsthand research going on so it can can really like make the descriptions pop for people. Mm. Support the arts, y'all. Support the arts. Thank you. Thank you. Who you buying around for, Trace? I'm buying around for my latest obsession, my latest love, the thing that gets me up in the morning, uh-huh. the thing that keeps me going throughout the day. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. <laughs> Chicken liver mousse. What is that? <laughs> it's like a spread made out of chicken liver. Ooh. 
I know it sounds crazy. I don't even like liver. I don't even like chicken liver. Is chicken liver a thing? Yeah, it's the liver of a chicken. Don't play me. <laughs> Do not. But yeah, my mom and granny used to eat them fried all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not good. It's got this weird texture oh, to it. Up. Yeah, it's just not. And it looks really not so great. So it's fried and in the middle it's the whatever situation it is. Yeah, yeah. What um, color is it? Uh, well, my grandma used to burn hers all the time, so hers was black. <laughs> <laughs> but the mousse itself is like a nice brown, like a rich brown color. Where does one even get this? At fancy little wineries and like cheese places and oh, stuff. Oh, it's like a charcuterie board situation. Yeah, it's, it's you would. like, I know, I know. <laughs> it's, it's right up there with my love of fancy cheeses. And I just love it so much. So here's how I came to even eat it, to even mm, try it. I'm so not adventurous with food. Kind of am with stuff. It's not seafood. Like there are certain like hard <laughs> nose, like fish. I will never, I will never experiment with fish. Remember that time I ate lox for you? Oh yeah, yeah, that was crazy. You're welcome. It was the worst day <laughs> of my life. But um, but I was at some benefit gala AIDS fundraiser thing. It was weird. It mm. was just like some random PR pitch that I got, and I went because Outcast was performing. <laughs> Uh, reasonable, reasonable. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there was all this great food. The food was really good. And there was like a charcuterie board with this brown stuff on it. So I tried and I'm like, oh, my God. So you didn't know. It was I didn't know. It was, if somebody was like, try this chicken liver. Uh -uh. I'd be like, no, absolutely okay. not. So I tried and I was like, what is this magical <laughs> substance that has been kept from me my entire life? Fast forward to a little while ago. I was at a, um, a wine bar in Brooklyn appropriately called Brookman. I think it's very cute. Mm. <laughs> I think it's cute. And I see on the menu chicken liver mousse and something in me was like, I think that's the thing that I had. What? Yeah. So you didn't I even tried know the it. name? No. I it just, just came felt it to was, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna try this. I have a good feeling. And since then I'm obsessed with chicken liver mousse. Brookman has the best that I've ever had here. That's wild. It's delicious. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Who or what is your round for? I would like to buy a round for the UPN network. <laughs> I'm in. Um, but also specifically Girlfriends, the, the TV show. show. Oh, girlfriends. My girlfriends. <laughs> they're thin, they're thin. <laughs> that is uh, beautiful. New version. <laughs> um, I feel like I, I took for granted what it was like to grow up with that being a, a reality of mine. That show mm. being in my life. What do you mean? Because I had never seen any place that like celebrated friendship in that way, first mm -hmm. of all. But also like black girl, girlhood, womanhood, mm -hmm. like celebrating each other. Um, they're all like these professional women with different. Joan's a lawyer. Maya's a. She was a. Hairstylist? Writer? And she wrote the book? Oh, hell <laughs> Hairstylist <no>. and, <laughs> and writer. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. They all did a bunch of different things. They were all bunch like... A bunch of different personalities. Too. Yeah. Lynn was like, I am getting my thousandth PhD. <laughs> like, I know all these things and have no jobs. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was just such a fun show. I, You know I'm a big fan of anything that celebrates friendship. Mm -hmm. Aww. <laughs> So cute. And I am so happy for Tracy Ellis Ross. She been out here. Yes. But she's finally getting her... Her like big checks glow up, mm -hmm. <laughs> not UPN checks glow up. She's so good. She's, She's so, so good. She's such a great comedic actress. She's on Blackish now, and she like I don't understand why the show's not centered around her. The mm. fact that it's centered around Anthony Anderson is wild. Oh, it's wild when you have a talent like her in the building. Ridiculous. But um, she slays all the time. Her lipstick is incredible. Mm. She I am certain lives in Kanye's neighborhood. <laughs> she has the best cameo in music video history yes. in the video for Kanye's workout plan. Mm -hmm. She's a uh, 
a French woman. <laughs> Iconic. So shout out to girlfriends. Shout out to girlfriends. Shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross. Yay. And shout out to UPN, bringing all that blackness to my life. Yeah, they really blacked up television back then. They sure did. Mm. Hey. We keep doing it. All the things. Can't believe it. What? Ah! <laughs> Thank it's you. That exciting every time, honestly. <laughs> Thank you so much to the fantastic Nicole, Nicole Perkins. Yes. Uh, it was so much fun just hanging out. Blessings on blessings. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the Pod Squad. Pod Squad. Burr, burr, burr. Yes. I'm yes. really coming up in this world. It's every time you improve. Drastic improvement from the beginning. <laughs> This episode was produced by Eleanor Kagan with editorial oversight from Jenna Weiss-Berman and production help from Antonia Cerrito, Julia Ferlin, and Meg Kramer. Badass all-girl band. Hey. Thank you to Paul West at Argo Studios. You're the best. Uh, thanks to our musical friend-type people who hooked us up with something. Heaven, what is happening right now? What are you eating? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm Shout sorry. out to Heaven's Bagel. <laughs> Music. Thanks to Jean Grey. You can follow her at Jean Greasy on Twitter. And thanks to Don Will of the Almighty Tanya Morgan. You can follow him on Twitter at D-O-N-W-I-L-L. Thank you to Bagel Face Heaven. (laughs) Shout out to Tracy McGee. Hold me down as I bite and talk. I'm so rude. I'm sorry. Follow Heaven on Twitter and and see all of her um, bagel-related adventures. (laughs) At Heaven Rants. It's Heaven like the place in the sky and rants like the thing that white women do when they were told by Apple Care that they could come (laughs) in here and get the part. And follow Tracy at Brokey McPoverty. Send me a dollar. Thanks. Hopefully this will be a fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Subscribe to the newsletter. It is so good. It's popping. Go to BuzzFeed.com slash another round slash newsletter to sign up and get fantastic things in your inbox, including but not limited to babies. Babies. Animals. Oprah. Stuff to read. Yeah. Stuff to watch. Yeah. What? Upgrade your life. Also, check out BuzzFeed's other podcasts like Internet Explorer, The Tell Show, and our newest politics podcast, No One Knows Anything. Because nobody knows nothing. Nobody knows <laughs> anything, anything about <laughs> um, Hit us on the buzz on hey. Twitter and Facebook at Another Round. Email us, another round at BuzzFeed.com. Rate us on iTunes. Nominate us for a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, <laughs> name anything after us. <laughs> yeah, uh, name some more chickens after me. I think okay. I'm up to like three or four. All right. There's like two Taking over. chickens You and your around. chicken army. My chicken army will rise up <laughs> and rain down like lightning from the heavens. Um, drink some water. Take your meds. Call your mom. Or your dad. Or, or your granny. Your, or your significant other. Yeah, call your person. And uh, start a chicken army. <laughs> start a chicken army. Toodles. Bye. Nicole Yeah. You may remember her from uh, all of our shout outs to her, Tennessee Whiskey Williams. Yes. Williams. Not Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe it's Evan Williams related. <laughs> Mid thought. Okay. Uh, you may remember her from all the random shout outs we give to Tennessee Whiskey William on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take an L on this one. Do you want to take that, please?